We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture, literally. Everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. It's about a thing. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. So, rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party. You know, (laughs) my homeboy listens to Christmas music year round. He's an entrepreneur and he listens to Christmas music while he works. Christmas music is happy, yo. But it's not. He he texted me the other day and he was like, yo, look at what I'm listening to. And he sent me a picture of like Christmas music. He got a family? Just him and his wife, but so he, was, he Christmas music. But he don't have no kids. You, but it, but I feel he, like it keeps you in a get, good, a good. It get on his a, wife nerves. But it keeps him happy, so that he can be happy for his wife. That's what it is. It's Christmas music. Every time you listen to Christmas music, every time I listen to Christmas music, it's like you can't help but feel good. Name a Christmas a Christmas song that like piss you off. Um, all of them. Oh. <laughs> I don't like. Were Christmas you depressed? Like, you don't like Christmas snow. music. I like let it snow. Oh, let it snow. Let it. Was that a run? It snow. It sounded like he was skipping. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say I was? I always, when I go on these, I like to use my finger because I feel like that makes me sing better. You've been watching Mariah Carey. She uses it. Yeah, but I don't want to be like her now because it's it's some difficulties in her We're not going to talk about You, you got to let Mariah Carey be great, man. She, Mariah Carey is great. Just listen to her old stuff. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> that's fine. She is great. She was, she, you have to define greatness. But, you know, well. It's diverse. Remember how, you know that little, it's like a meme that says success is not, people think success is like a straight line, but it's like squiggly line. She's just on one of those. She on know, the low point right now. Yeah, but okay. it's going to squiggle she, back up. That's, yeah, I don't know. That's that voice might be gone. No, 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 no. So, you know, this week on The Scroll, <laughs> um, Christian Taylor, um, the uh, athlete, the college football player that was killed by the police, he was actually um, fired. Um, for um, bad judgment, I don't think I, losing your job, but for bad judgment in, in when a life was lost, I'm not sure that's the appropriate. There seems to be need some legal action to follow that because that doesn't for seem sure. like that's enough. I, I mean, because you just like, oops, he did it. All right, he lost his job, but this boy is not breathing anymore, and his family will never see him again. Like that doesn't seem like that's the appropriate action to me. Exactly, but I, I, one thing I, I am—I'm excited to see that there's something being done because so many times in these cases we have seen over and over and over and over again, ain't nobody do nothing. Nobody had. It's just like, oh well, you know, it, they were justified, and at least we can get something and we can start getting the conversation, like somebody talking about it, watching uh, CNN and them. Them saying that he lost his job, and of course, you know they have the they have different correspondents on. And um, one of the the ladies asked, "Is this is this beneficial?" And for me, it was one of those things of like, at least we got something. Like 
I'm thankful for something. I'm thankful that at least that happened because before it was just like, oh, well, you know what? We're going to put him on desk duty or send him on a paid vacation. And, yeah, he killed somebody. No, well. And to the people that I'm quite sure that there's some people that listen that are saying, oh, I some people I want to unfollow on Facebook. But, oh, you know, people are hollering that. This kid was innocent. He was breaking. He broke into a car dealership. He rammed his car through it. You know, he was vandalizing property. And it's like, yeah, he was, you know, he was doing wrong. But the last time I checked, it was not like committing a crime like this doesn't mean that you're supposed to be killed. Like, yeah, you're vandalizing property. Yeah, you're vandalizing property. The last time I, I... Red, I didn't think that that meant you're supposed to lose your life. Like, yeah. So at least something is being done. And we can, and it, you know, it's, I was listening to another podcast and they were just saying how we always have to keep reporting these stories. And it's just one of those things of like, yo, this is like a staple in the news, it's a staple on social media, it's a staple in podcasting because these things keep happening over yeah. and over again. And, Thankfully, like you said, they're doing something because it could be like in um, Ferguson where we have Darren Wilson Day. Yeah, because that's a real thing. Darren (laughs) Wilson Day. Apparently, the Missouri Police Union, which I thought was the most bizarre thing, but they like tweeted out this photo of um, reasons why that we should declare this day as Darren Wilson Day. It's a year since Mike, Mike Brown Darren Wilson, if you guys don't know, which I'm sure everybody should know, if you don't know, you've clearly been living under a rock and you need to update yourself. But he is the officer that's responsible for the death of Mike Brown. And the Missouri Police Union thought it would be a great idea to name a day after him. He needs an official day. And the justification for the video, um, I saw like a video clip that they played on CNN, and it was a representative of the, the Missouri Police Union. And he was saying that, Darren Wilson has uh, been vilified throughout this entire process. You know, he's been he's been threatened. His family's been threatened. And he was simply doing his job. And so he needs to know and police officers need that type of internal support. It's it's he said it, it had nothing to do with Mike Brown. It had everything to do with Darren Wilson. Crickets. Exactly. What the are you serious? Like and, and it's and it's one of those things too, and it's like this is why people keep having to, you know, have these discussions, have these discussions, put this in people's face, and force people to talk about these things. Because even in that statement, it says that you don't get it, you don't get that a life was lost, you don't get that there is humanity that's no longer there because you're saying that this guy deserves to be. It's just it's it's crap. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really crap. Well, in other news on the scroll, Sierra and Baby Future. This is something that happened last week. <sighs> um, not last week, two weeks ago, was it? Yeah, it's well. So it's it's kind of been a running thing. Like a lot of people have been talking about it, and, it's, and a lot of I realize that women have a certain viewpoint on it, and dudes have a certain viewpoint on it. So Sierra, yeah, because at first I didn't see anything wrong with it. I was just like, he just set the game. No. I didn't know like the backstory yeah. behind like it's if they're like using this as some because uh, Charlemagne made him dunk the other day and was like he's just a pawn in Sierra's scheme. But I know Charlemagne and Sierra have beef anyways because she's been on the show 
talking about her problems with Charlemagne. So I'm like, is he just doing this because they already nah, have beef? Nah, 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 nah. It's one of those things that, okay, so the whole people were upset that like Russell Wilson, there was a picture of him pushing, you know, the stroller and Future made a statement saying like where I'm from, you know, if I was a kid and somebody was pushing my stroller, I would have got out and like hit him in the mouth where I'm from, you don't do that. That's one thing. So you know that they that this is a thing. Sierra knows that this is a problem. There's an issue with the the father of my child has an issue with this whole interaction, even if the issue is just it makes him uncomfortable, she blatantly it's not I've had I've had argue, I've had like debate after debate, and I realize I think it's just a woman versus a man thing because you have women that say it's nothing wrong. She wants to have a family. You know, if Future's not going to be there with her, then she her child needs a man in his life. Well, Future can still be in his life. Mm-hmm. It the the issue for me is not even the fact that uh, Russell Wilson is interacting with this kid. This chick got this baby a onesie made to look like Russell Wilson's jersey with his number on it, and then took him to his job, <laughs> knowing that his daddy is a celebrity, his mom is a celebrity, and his maybe one day stepdaddy is a celebrity. Don't tell me about no BS about you want a family. This your boyfriend, yo. Like, this baby should not be a part of this. Like, you, yes, the baby's going to be around him after y'all have been dating. One day, I had one girl just kept saying, well, one day that might be her husband. Okay, then when that's her husband, then we can have a different conversation. But today, that's her boyfriend. If y'all saying y'all abstaining from sex until y'all get married, if your cooter cat is enough for you to keep away from him, guess what else is enough for you to keep away from him? Your baby. <laughs> like, it's just like... I can't even believe, I feel like it's blatant disrespect, and I'm so tired of hearing women say, oh, it's nothing wrong with it, it's nothing wrong with it. Like, even if the problem is just she's creating potential friction between her and the father of her child, that ultimately hurts the child. Ultimately, the kid can't have, like, a properly function environment because mama doing stuff that's making daddy mad and potentially vice versa. It, I will give you. Future was wrong for talking about what he did. You know, I have to wait this or insinuating or whatever she felt like. You know what? Let's just keep each other's names out of each other's mouth. But, like, don't take my son. I'm fully here. And you dress my son up like another dude. And then knowing that people going to take pictures and you don't need. Come on. Now that's, that is a shot. I didn't yes. even I didn't even pay attention to the thing. Um, somebody posted pictures where Sierra was with all of Future's children when they were dating um, or engaged or whatever. Um, but I I do think because they've only been dating two months, it might be a little fast to expose your child. But again, everybody's different. Yeah, but it's and it's not for me it's not even a fact of like him being around this dude because you know, my upbringing, like you just whatever, it is what it is. Like you're kinda gonna have to be around people. It's gonna happen. But putting my soul issue with is the with jersey. this onesie. When I saw this one day, I saw the picture, and I was like, oh. Then I, like, zoomed in, and I was like, wait a minute. She dressed him up like him and took him to his job? Oh, I would have burned it up, didn't burnt it down. Well, maybe that is it, crazy. I, in, in Sierra's defense, maybe she didn't do it as to be. No. Nope. Maybe it was shade. Maybe nope. it wasn't she, shade. No, nope. she, she knew what she was doing. If you already know that your baby daddy got a problem with what's going on, 
with this I'm interaction. To get, I'm anyway. trying to give her the benefit nah, of the doubt. Nah, man, I can't give her no benefit. Of, I can give her the benefit of doubt the first time with pushing a stroller. I can give her the benefit of doubt if he's like holding the baby and people looking sideways. Now that this man, you know this man publicly got an issue. You sent lawyers to this man to talk to him because you thought that he tweeted like a football emoji with some guns next to it. So you sent lawyers to like check him and he was like, no, that wasn't me. Somebody made that. You know that there's a problem, but you're fueling this issue by putting this man, baby, in another dude. Nah, bro. Yeah. Well, I bro. hope she's not better. I she's hope something. she. <laughs> and you know, I, and I, I support I'm pro, Sierra, I'm, but I'm pro Sierra yeah, and uh, but, Russell yeah. Wilson. I no. think they're doing a, a cool thing. That ain't working. <laughs> well, other news on the scroll: Ben Carson. Um, in 1992, it was um, revealed. Uh, that he is uh, a black Republican, and this is I'm just playing. <laughs> he is a, a rep- the only African American Republican candidate at this time. We hoped for better, but we got Ben Carson. Um, he is. It was. It was brought out. Uh, somebody found it. Made a news story in 1992. He worked on fetuses from aborted babies, aborted fetuses, um, for research as a neurosurgeon. Um, and med- uh, other medical doctors are saying this is a thing. This is normal for the kind of research he does, and the field you're in is normal for people to work on aborted fetuses. And the fact that he is so pro-life and left this fact out is hypocritical. And um, maybe he forgot. You know, maybe it just slipped his mind. He didn't forget. He knew what he was doing. He was hoping that y'all ain't find out. That's what it is. He was hoping y'all didn't know. And well, I, I feel like as a part of the vetting process, they ask you, you know, we watch Scandal. We see Olivia Pope go vet these people. Is there anything that's going to bite us in the behind We also later? see how they can throw money towards people to make sure that the things are covered up. They can erase, like, internet history. But we they hope pay- Ben Carson, you know, he's like a loving Christian guy. You know, he loves the Lord. Yeah. I would hope that he... So everyone else... <laughs> and it's one of those things that when it comes to Ben Carson, it's like, and it's not even Ben Carson, it's people in general. When you take these strong stances against something, right? And it's not to say that you can't disagree. It's not to say that you can't, you know, have your own mindset or think the way that you want to think. But you have to be mindful of the overlap and how you can potentially have taken part of something, been like supported it, been in line with it. And you're, like, vilifying these people that, in essence, are just trying to be the best humans they can be, much like you were. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have, to, you, you have to identify what your shortcomings are in order for your stances to work. And he yeah. didn't do that. And folk don't do that. A lot of folk don't do that. So <laughs> kudos to Ben Parson and the rest of the people. That you said Parson? Like, Parson, Carson, whatever his name is. Carson. I'm just playing. Ben Carson. You know you want him to be president. Yeah. Not as much as I want Donald Trump to do it. <laughs> so today for our main dish, we want to talk about sex in the city. Oh. That's their theme song? Oh, you just. Yeah, I just made that up. You know, I'm just trying to make up um, something to, yeah. To just. I don't know that. Ain't You're gonna come up with a soundtrack. That's what we're gonna do. The brunch culture soundtrack. Okay, that's it. So, sex in the city. Sex 
is a hot topic. It runs the world. It sells all the time. You know, I saw a meme that said it had sex in bold letters, and then it, in small letters it say, now, now that I got your attention, go pray. Go pray. And I was like, that's so great. I mean, it's a hot topic. It gets people It, it gets, gets people attention, but then that's the end was to go pray. Yeah, because they was they just want to get your attention. It's sex sales. That's I mean, all every industry has realized that, and that's why we see you know people selling sexy and always wanting to be sexy because it sells. But it sells because it's powerful. And one thing that I've learned <laughs> is that when you have friends, and I like to call them whipped, <laughs> when they found somebody that's giving it to them right. Those people change. <laughs> and they seem to lose logic. They seem to lose all forms of sense. And I know, because I've been there. But being the person that's not in that stage now, and having to deal with people that are in that stage, it's a bit rough, yo. It is a bit rough. So you're saying sex makes people lose their mind? It's like music makes you lose control. Music makes you lose control. Then I would insert good sex makes you lose control because that's what. Because I know people that are just, you know, and I, I don't know, like, the intricate details of, like, what's going on in people's bedroom. But I've had, you know, some experiences where you got a friend and they real cool. And it's like you can kind of tell when something has changed. And it's like their relationship didn't change. But something changed in it. And I was like, y'all, I guess, you know, this person. And they start doing, like, irrational stuff. Like, you know, they go from being like, oh, I'm dating. We're dating and everything is all good. And it's just, like, real normal to all of a sudden, like, I'm marrying you tomorrow. And it's like, wait, what what happened? Like, I thought, huh? Like, you don't think maybe it's a little too fast or a little too slow? And then people be like, not. Nah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting situation. It's really, really interesting. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it makes people get married, though. I think it has the opposite effect. I think it makes people not, I think it, I think it ruins people's relationships. I don't think it makes them necessarily run to the altar. Well, I've known, I've had a friend that's ran to the the altar. And I, I personally think, and this is like not a knock to, I probably shouldn't say that. Dang, I'm going to start losing friends. <laughs> um, I think that. Don't say it. Preserve your friendships. Friendships are important. It, it is. So I think that this friend. And <laughs> <laughs> you don't say it anyway. I think that this friend, no. I, I think that this friend wanted to oh, have now listen to culture. the right, and it's because I'm not saying anything wrong, but I think that this friend wanted to have like, you know, the right setup and wanted to do it the right way, but also wanted to get it in. So it was kind of like, well, let's just make it happen the right way. Yeah. And for the record, I think sex is the, like the most the a bad reason just to marry somebody just because you want to have sex. I think that's a bad reason to marry just anybody. And I think in today's time, we don't see it that often. Um, I mean, of course, because, like, sex is readily available. So 
people don't have to. And I think I don't think everybody that's like you know smashing is like, oh, I'm finna marry you because that's like a little absurd and no, that's not happening. But I just think it's it's one of those things that I've learned that it's really a powerful tool. It and takes like, away the critical thinking of the relationship. Is that what you're saying? I don't even want to say critical thinking because that sounds a little deep. I think sometimes it just take away the logic. <laughs> like some stuff is just like Com- it's what? not common sense. Yeah, it's just like the common sense just kind of gets snatched up real fast and thrown out of the door, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. So I honestly thinking about that, thinking about how powerful it is and how controlled people are. It's having this discussion of like, is it better to just be? A version, like, it, or is it better to? There's, um, TV One has this new show called Born Again Version, right? And yeah, what is that about? I've been trying to figure out what that's about. So I've been, I, I was just like watching clips. I was catching up on News One now, and they kept playing the commercial. Over is and it over reality again. show? Um, no, it's actually scripted. It's a scripted show. Oh, and the the main character, what I what I get from is the main character is basically like reclaiming her, you know, virginity, and she's want to go on this path of being celibate until she finds like, you know, the right dude. And so I think it's kind of like this whole idea of this logic of, you know, sex kind of really complicates things. So I kind of want to free myself. And so I was having this discussion um, with some friends about the whole idea of like, is sex, the sex like cause more issues for us than we realize? Like, is it better to just be a virgin and, yeah, stay that way and not have sex because or and I don't want to say be a virgin, but like be celibate. Because for a lot of people, if you are a virgin, that's great. Kudos to you. But for a lot of people, you know, virginity left long, long time ago. So we say celibate. Yeah, you, you want to be a born again virgin. Is it is it better that way? Because you can think a little more level headed and a little more clearly. I think that virginity, speaking as someone who still possesses her virginity, um, I think it does help you be level-headed. But I think as females in general, you can not have sex in a relationship and still not think logically. Because I've been in a bad relationship, and I'm just like, none of this makes sense. And we're not having sex. But, um, like, you could still be emotionally attached to somebody without the sex. And then think, like, and do things that's like, "Mm, no, that doesn't sound right. You're still, you know what I'm saying? You can still make irrational decisions. So you think it's more of, like, just being in love and less of, like, the physical action of actually having sex? No, but I do think that sex takes that to another level. You know what I'm saying? If a... I could say my breakups, when I do have breakups, they aren't as traumatic as my friends who I know that may have been having sex. It's a different kind of attachment and breaking away. Mine is going to be easier. Well, it might hurt, but there's a different level of attachment and betrayal because you don't have my, you didn't take all of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With you. You only took a piece of me. You broke my heart. But you didn't take my body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still have that as something that I was able to keep and hold on to. That sounded real deep. You 
you broke my heart, but you didn't take my body. You make it sound like they like, dang, like snatched everything. <laughs> no, because I think sex is like the most intimate part of you. And you give that to somebody without them making an official commitment to you with marriage. You feel like, yo, somebody could potentially have stolen from you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got everything and you didn't pay the price. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's an aspect that you, a betrayal that people go through when they have given the, their body to somebody and their heart and they're like, you just walked away. Do you think that's more so of like... I think that's more of a female thing because oh, okay. I know dudes... Okay. I mean, that's I have... I have homeboys that go in two-year relationships and they're having sex the whole time and they walk away and never call a girl again and they be with <laughs> another girl two weeks later. Like, what are you laughing at? Keep going, Lisa. No, I'm just saying it, it seems to be a detachment. Don't make it sound like men are ruthless, man. We're not no, ruthless. No, but some, just... some men are, are they, they, can, they can detach themselves from the... Sex is not necessarily an emotional act for them. It's simply physical. For women, I think it's emotional and physical. So it's, but men seem to be able to detach themselves. Because that's, that. like, you see memes when a girl cheats and when a man cheats. When a girl, when a, that's why a man can't take it when a woman phys, cheats on him with another dude. And they, it's a sexual act because they're like, no, for women, it's more than just sex. But with men, they want you to excuse it because they're like, it's just sex. Like, it wasn't It wasn't anything. And I think that's a problem. But I think that the bond that's supposed to be between a man and a woman with sex and marriage is, like, God's design. And I think there was, in the book I was reading um, by this dude named Sam Albury, he says that sex after, it's like a sticky note. When you, it's supposed to stick once. It's supposed to bind and stick, but the more you use it, the more the it's sticky power, it loses its sticky power. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, I think when people first have sex, there's, like, this bond with your first. You know, yeah. people say, oh, that was my first, and they have this bond with them. But after they've gotten to their third, fourth, or fifth, it's just like, oh, yeah, I had sex with them. Oh, yeah, we smashed. Oh, okay. They be in the same room, just chilling. Oh, yeah, I smashed them. Oh, I smashed them. Oh, okay. You don't feel like, oh, no, it was just sex. Like, it's not the same because it's, it's as Sam Arbery describes, like a sticky note. It, the more you use it, the more it loses its effectiveness. And what it was intended to do is never, it's not able to do anymore. Hmm. I can follow that. That logic makes sense. I think to kind of, so I feel I feel what you're saying, but you, I, guess, I guess just hearing it come from a woman, it just makes it sound like, as men, we just like don't really care, and it's like, dang. No, I, I know you some can, dude that's because I, I know, men. but I know, I know women that for sex, it's not like sex for them is not a emotional thing. It really is. It can be like ten times as much of a sport than it is for men because it's kind of like, yo, I want it and I want it from you, and I'm gonna get it, and that's just what it is. I like the way you look. I think you can do it right, so let's get it in and make it happen. And I think kind of culturally, we've kind of classified it's more acceptable for men to see to, to feel that way or to act that way. So we kind of get a – I feel like we get a pass in some sense, but then 
y'all on, not on an emotional level as as whores. Right, but then on the, but on an emotional level though, it kind of it's it's one of these things of like. Oh well, just men for all men. Sex is like a detached thing, and I don't think that that's. I don't think that's that's really true because I I seriously yeah I know. A lot I know dudes that are on the side of like you know what, you know I want to find my wife. I want to be in a relationship. I want to be committed, and for them it's kind of like well this whole process of. Find, of of having sex is kind of like a trial to get to this point as opposed to just like you know I'm just trying to like bust out everything I can type thing and then I know I do know some women I remember you know meeting this one this one girl and her being like I'm so tired of people saying you know because I do because I'm getting what I want that I'm a whole when dudes can do the same thing and Everybody's just like, oh, well, it is what it is. It's I think good. I heard Kay Michelle say that in the, like, she's just like, I do this all the time. Not saying, she's like, she doesn't follow the traditional stereotype. She's okay with getting what she wants from dudes and that kind of being it. So I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's a different thing. But I guess it goes into like, are you, you know, I, I think the, the people just don't want to be called. Horse. I feel like Kate Michelle was a bad example, though. <laughs> I, I don't like, know why she. I feel like you're making a good point. You're making a good point, but <laughs> I don't Kay know why Michelle that was that may not have been the best <laughs> example that you wanted to use. What? Kate is a great singer. Else I love her singing. She, she has is a great, amazing voice. She has a great voice, and she sounds like the record. Which is not. She has a great voice. Yeah. But for logic and. Yeah. Sorry. Point, she probably. I'm the, sorry. That wasn't the best one. I mean, all, you know, all of the people that got a little high mileage on them probably listening like, wait, but what? K. Michelle, then? <laughs> I'm not sure that I want her to be, you know, my representative. Like, can we get somebody else? No, but I'm just saying she was the, somebody who said she doesn't follow the traditional rules of the whole. She feels like if dudes could do it, women can. I think that. Everybody should wait till marriage. Obviously, a lot of people aren't waiting till marriage. That's really an old school thing. But I think that it takes away our intimacy and our ability to have authentic intimacy when we do find the one. I think there honestly, though, becomes... I think there's a way to find value because once you find someone that it's not... It's more than sex. It's a little different. She's offering like something that is really challenging you to be a better man, like bringing more to the table. I think that's when you step beyond like, you know what? I want this with you. And like if doing this with anyone else means that I can't have this part of you and I can't have this benefit with you. Well, I'm just going to But shouldn't you discover that before the sex? Because I don't think, like you said, you you aren't able to think clearly when that is is Yeah, I think ideally that's But I don't want to say that people never, because there's plenty of people that had sex before marriage that have a great marriage. So I don't want to seem make it seem like oh yeah. if you do it you you won't have a great marriage because there's some people who wait to have sex to marriage and they have a horrible marriage. Uh, I think it's it's case by case, but I think God's 
design and purpose for sex was in in marriage, but God can still make things that he didn't necessarily want you to do work out for. He could still, you know, use that or fix it, or it could still turn out to be a great marriage. So I don't want to make it seem like it's if you don't do it this one way, then you can't have a great marriage because I don't think that's realistic to what people's reality is. Right. Um, but that's the way I've chosen to go, and I hope I make it to the end. I'm not married yet. One, I will only hope that I can make it. By God's grace, I'm making it every day. I'm trying. But, you know, every day is a different day. You just got to keep holding on. I'm, Pray for me. Look here, I am keeping <laughs> all the faith in you because I have faith that you can do it. Because if you can make it this long. I'm 28. You are prepared for it. <laughs> but I just believe that my life is <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm not a hoodlum, but I just believe, you know. It's different strokes for different folks. Yeah, things. Um... And that's why we're on this podcast together. We represent different perspectives. Completely different perspectives. <laughs> different worlds. Completely different worlds. But we love each other the same. <laughs> nah, but yo, y'all hit us up and let us know what y'all think um, about the idea of Sex in the city, yo, it kind of is, it's one of those things that really, it's so, it's so normal. In some circles, it's just normal. In some circles, it's not normal. In some circles, people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, my homegirl It's one of those taboo things like, that people don't uh, want to talk about. She was like, you, your friend's different because y'all actually struggle with whether y'all going to have sex or not. Uh, me and my friends don't worry about that. We know we having sex. I- <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, I just... And it's kind of one of those things that I think for me, I'm just kind of like, you know what? If that's where your conviction lies, you you work on it. And I I do think though, and I'm again, I'm not saying I don't. I hope I'm not coming off with somebody that's just saying, you know, go and like do whatever and you know have some decency about yourself. Like I'm a southern dude. I've just kind of always been taught that you know have just have a little respect for yourself. You know, like you say, have some decency. Yeah, you know, just 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 keep it together. But if that's your thing and you you. Do you, yo? I'm just, if that's your thing and that's what it is, I, I'm not saying it's a, be smart about it. I always say that. I, I'm telling, we were talking about it earlier. I tell all my friends, like, yo, you need to be smart about it. You need to, you know, make sure that you are protecting yourselves. I think it is great Diseases to tell people. Diseases are real. To, and babies Diseases. are even realer. Yes. Um, I think that is one of those <laughs> things to, to, it's a great thing to, you know, talk to people about the traditional way or the right way or the way that, you know, we, that would probably lead to the most optimal happiness, level of happiness. But I think it's also we have to be realistic about where we are and where we, this space we exist in and telling a young professional, oh, you better not be having sex when they are having it. It's like, or... Oh, well, don't keep yourself prepared. Don't be protected. Don't purchase condoms. Don't get regular testing. You know, get don't tested. talk about don't talk get about tested. being tested or having sex or what your 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 mindset is on sex when you start dating someone. Like keep all that stuff. I, I think having that mentality is what leads to all these crazy statistics about people dying and people getting 
you know, infected with diseases and just their lives being jacked up or really their mentality being screwed up when they do start having sex or they start having good sex with somebody because it's like, I don't have nobody I can talk about and I don't want to share this stuff with somebody, a friend of mine or with this group of people that's going to look at me like I'm crazy. No, like we need to be having these discussions. This is something that we need to talk about. If you're having sex and that's what you want to do and that's your thing, all right, cool. This is your life. But let's talk about making sure these things are done the right way so you're protecting yourself, you're protecting the person you're sleeping with, and we all can just be happy, you know? Where if you are going to engage in sexual activity, protect yourself. I mean, condoms don't protect your heart, but they do try to protect your body. And they don't prevent they don't prevent everything, but you can prevent something. When the feeling ain't the same and your body don't want to <laughs> protection let and make sure you get burn. tested yeah, regularly. No, don't, don't let it burn. Get tested regularly because you don't want to be burn. spreading anything. So um we're gonna move to our toast to roast. Um today's Randall is toasting instead of roasting. So this week I am toasting to the movie, the new uh version of Fantastic Four. I know the box office and people, a large number of people have given it bad reviews and it doesn't seem like it is, it seems like something that you might not want to go see. I actually support it and I think you should and I'm toasting to them because not only did they push the traditional image of Johnny Storm and this idea of it being an all white cast so we had Michael B. Jordan in. But they also did two other incredible things, which the first is they talked about adoption and they talked about, you know, having a family that is not a biological, traditional family, which for a number of people, that's a big deal. Be it, you know, you have a step parent that has adopted you or taken you in and treated you like you are theirs. You were raised by a grandmother or an aunt or you know, somebody that's not your biological parents, that's a real thing, and it actually happens more often than not. And so seeing that they brought that element in and saying, you know, this is my daughter, but I'm not telling you that she's my adopted daughter. You really only know because somebody that doesn't know about us acts, you know, when did when were you adopted? But this is truly my daughter, and I'm treating both of my children equally. I think that's an incredible thing. And on top of the fact, the second thing which is that the mastermind behind this whole project, and I, you know, you guys will see the movie, but the mastermind behind this whole project, the father to this extremely intelligent woman and um, her bad rebel, extremely intelligent brother is this black man that is very sensible and really is pushing his children, both his adopted daughter and his, his biological son, to be the best that they can be. And I think just in the, in the wake of everything that happened and all the images that we see, we really see this positive image of a father, but a black father. I honestly, I think the movie was just great from that regard. I will tell you, I wanted some more action. But when I think about the Fantastic Four, you know, rendition that was made with Jessica Alba, the very first iteration of it did not have a lot of action in it and it's just because they're trying to tell the story honestly up until like halfway through the movie or towards the end they don't even really name themselves as the fantastic four until the end so it's kind of just building the story but i think it's dope i think it's great and i'm toasting to fantastic four if you haven't seen it go see it 
<sighs> I, yeah, the only movie I'm going to see is straight out of Compton. Um, so the um, the what I'm going to I'm going to roast this week. I'm roasting Jeb Bush for saying he met with the um, Black Lives Matter movement when he didn't. Um, he met with uh, Urban League rep, uh, um, uh, uh, a Republican, um, a, a, another Republican leader, and a communications person. And yeah, they said maybe the Black Lives Matter um, leaders were in, were invited and chose not to come, or somebody sarcastically said maybe they got stuck in traffic. Anyways, needless to say, the meeting lasted 15 minutes, and the Black Lives Matter um, meeting, per se, and I have my quote fingers up because you're not able to see me, didn't happen, and it didn't happen. Um, and Jeb Bush said that it did, so that's a problem. Um, <laughs> because he's lying. Again, GOP, if we're ever going to get the black vote, we have to do better. Lying about meeting with the Black Lives Matter um, leaders, definitely not helping. Um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm very much disturbed by this, that he would lie. Like, it's not something that can be researched. Again, between that and Ben Carson not considering the 1992 research on adoptive fetuses, uh, aborted fetuses, I think it's, you know, just, we... Critical thinking, guys. Critical thinking. And I'm not saying the Dems are doing um, better because they have their blind spots too. But listen, we are fighting to get in. We are out right now. Obama's approval rating is up higher than Bush's was. So it looks like the Democrats are ahead. You know, um, and the best, and our leading person is Donald Trump. I mean, come on, guys. Come on, we got to do better. So GOP, um, Jeb Bush. I'm roasting you, buddy, because you need to you need you need to do something. Because um, that was a bad move. So I'm gonna leave you with I'm not gonna give even Randall a chance to respond <laughs> because he is. You anti- know, I was holding my peace. I was yeah. just like, you know what? I, I just hold it. I rather toast it. Stop. Let me let me criticize them. Yeah. I'm one of them. Go ahead, criticize your own. So today's good vibe comes from Steve Jobs It says I'm convinced about half of what separates The successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones Is pure perseverance Um, And that's phenomenal um, Because as aspiring entrepreneurs um, Ourselves We want to have perseverance And we think Um, everybody should understand that this is something that's a necessity for entrepreneurs and even non-entrepreneurs. Just through life, you need perseverance Perseverance. to make it. So be encouraged, guys. Persevere even when it looks bad. Keep going. Keep pushing. And that's our good vibe. Ooh, ooh. Good vibe. Nah, I think that was definitely one of the good things. And like you said, it speaks to not just entrepreneurs, but it speaks to people in all fields and all walks of life and relationships you know, it's like that old saying goes, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. And that's what it's about. So we thank you guys again for listening to another iteration of Brunch Culture. Uh, you can be sure to check us out on Twitter at Brunch Culture, on Instagram at Brunch underscore Culture. Check out our website, 
www.brunchculturebc.com. As we are, we've told you guys before, we are on iHeartRadio. So if you have the iHeartRadio app, you can listen to the show. Download it right there. Make sure you guys hit us up and interact with us. Shoot us some emails if you have some questions, some things you want to talk about. You want to interact with us through email, hit us up there. And also, be sure to look out for our new website that's going to be launching in the coming week. It is called I'm Pro You. You can go to www.iampro.u.com. We will also be doing a new spot next week. Um, so we'll give you more information about that. If you're in the local Jacksonville, Duval County area, you can see us on the local news there. And we'll be trying to post the information out uh, to the website so you can see our run on the show. And again, at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.